Well, Farhad, thank you so much for joining us. And friends, thank you for tuning in to Ask the Experts with Alka. This show brings amazing entrepreneurs who are making a difference in their lives, who are making an impact, who are making a dent on this planet as we speak. And I have an amazing guest that I will be introducing you to and will be sharing his story, his journey, and what Farhad is doing today. So welcome. My name is Alka. Welcome to Ask the Experts with Alka podcast. And this podcast brings amazing entrepreneurs. And how did my journey into podcast start? Well, the journey simply started. I love empowerment. Empowerment is the core of my being. And I love to empower women to take control, be the best versions of themselves. For the past six years, I ran a very successful fitness studio and empowering my clients to achieve not just on the physical basis, but mentally as well. So they, my clients became stronger and so me and my team empowered our clients. And so empowerment is the core to my being. And so I've had amazing wins in my life. I've had failures, but I believe that it's in the failures that we achieve the success. It's we are reach, achieving the path that we want to be on and, and being the person that we are truly becoming. So this is where my podcast journey started and I'm empowering and bring on entrepreneurs who are making a difference as well. So without further ado, I want to welcome my guest today is Farhad Khan. Farhad Khan is an entrepreneur, philanthropist and business strategist who has a track record of success in transforming a vision into ventures. He's the founder and CEO of Canada Prime Marketing. He started his first business at the age of 23. Farhad and his team have partnered with Fortune 500 companies as marketing partners. He led Canada Prime Marketing as number one company in Alberta and number two in Western Canada. Farhad has dedicated to his growth and people he serves. He is a platinum partner of Tony Robbins, certified coach of Brian Tracy and other mentors, John Maxwell, Jay Shetty, Farhad. It is a pleasure to meet you. It's a pleasure to have you on our show. So welcome. Thank you so much, Alka. It is my honor to be here too. Thank you for the introduction. You're welcome. So without further ado, Farhad, People, viewers who do not know you, could you share what is your backstory? What is your origin? What's your backstory? So originally, I was born in Pakistan and moved to Canada in 2000. So it has been a 22 years journey in Canada. So I say very blessed, good timings. So I started my high school in Canada. So, so that's why I say good timings. And right after that got into some workforce and did a little bit of edu extra traditional education, not too much, but a little bit of it. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, that's wonderful. And so Farhad, you just had tremendous um, opportunities and you have accomplished. I, I watched your video back in 2020 that you did and you were talking, um, you talked to a group of audience and the, the video that truly inspired me where you talked about incantation and the belief that one that we need to have. So mm -hmm. Fahed, what in your opinion, how is belief 
what what does that look like and believe how important is belief to our success so pretty much i think that is almost next to everything what we believe in and incantation which you're talking about i think you might have seen the one i did it in pakistan with a yes. group of young girls it was our university where we were screaming with our lungs out That's certain right. sort of <laughs> beliefs because anything we say over and over again repeatedly it becomes a belief because we start believing it. If I say I'm happy, if I keep saying, I will start feeling happy. We all know this, but if we do it with more intensity and having more of our physiology involved into it, it is totally our body and our words will be more in line and believe it even more. So what I say is incantation, that is the word which we use, but I say more of a I-cantation if you break it down, that I can. So usually the in the video you would have seen, so we have our own incantation. It can be anything. The one I use for myself at my events is I am a leader because that most of my crowd I'm working on, they want to be a leader of, right. doesn't have to be a leader of a country. You don't have to be a leader of a big organization, but we are a leader of our right. own life at least. So have that little bit empowerment that, you know, you are in charge, not your neighbors. So usually mm -hmm. I go, I am a leader. I am unstoppable. I am filled with courage. This is my life. This is my time. And I always find a way to victory. The reason I use this is because this is my beliefs, which I've engraved into myself a while ago and definitely came from one of my mentors. They say, you know, Tony Robbins, we all have heard about him. He's very big on this too. Right. So when I'm driving my car, I'm usually screaming and in the morning when going to gym or to my first meeting, loud, I don't care if people are watching or not. <laughs> saying that with certainty, right? Yes, I am a leader. So that gives you the blood flowing and re-emphasizing that this is what I believe. And if we believe, start believing on the negative side that I'm not enough, I'm not good enough, I will never be able to make it. If we tell that story too much to ourselves, we'll start believing it too. So why not empower ourselves with the ones which will help us rather than which won't? So exactly. I hope that I answered a, brief, a bit of your question that you asked. No, absolutely. So you talk about, when you talk about the, um, the you know, ha, ha, saying the affirmations and the affirmations is everything and it's so powerful. So everything after I am needs to be on a positive aspect. It cannot be negative. So I am, like you said, I am a leader. So it needs to be positive. And the more that we affirm to ourselves how we are, um, you know, what we are saying to ourselves every single day, that's also associated to our self-worth because the more powerful that we become is our self-worth. So what do you connect your self-worth with? Now, I know in the video uh, back in 2020, uh, you talked about your entrepreneurial journey and where you were in your life things were not going your way and quite often you know we it's, it's reality sometimes things are not going to go our way the way we want it you know I faced my adversities and challenges everyone does but in that moment you know you did not quit because it's very easy when things are not going your way it's very easy to quit and just give up oh my god you know I'm not doing this but you did not and that video I saw was very inspiring, very inspirational for anyone to watch because then things started to, you know, lift up for you when in that moment. So that too is self-worth because you did not give up. Right. 
that's the whole life because we're going to be faced with different challenges. Mm-hmm. Some we like, some we don't. The one we don't like, we call them problems. So uh, for me, it's just the programming. I think when I started my first business, my first major contract was a big telecom company. Not a small one. It's pretty giant in Canada. So very blessed to get that. And the initial contract was very simple. Here you go. Go sell door to door, basically. And at that time, I'm like, you know what? How with it? This is good. I'm young. I can run. I can do this. And I took that opportunity and we ran that campaign for more than 13 years. So pretty well, that was the foundation. Started from just door to door, expanded to other things. When I say door to door, as you've been in living in Canada, it can get minus 20 degrees Celsius. Oh, that's right. Minus oh, 30, yes. <laughs> yes. Minus 40. Then the then the time sometime come with the chin will, uh, wind chill, it's like minus 45, minus 50. So my worst day, personally, when I have done door knocking was minus 48 degrees Celsius. When you oh. talk about not quitting, wow, we can survive door-to-door selling in Canada at the extreme condition. We say it's a Navy SEAL training. You become pretty strong after that. You're strong so, mentally, not just physically, mentally physically and, and it's just more of the mind. After people ask me, how do you do it? I say, man, after minus 30, it's the same thing. It's cold. It's probably a joke. <laughs> yep. And it and the thing is, there are positives and challenges. So if we have a big enough dream, if we know what we really want, you know, need versus want, you know, if your vision is big enough, it, you, it, and it, it, it doesn't have to be just, you know, nice car, nice house, big business. That's just materialistic. I learned a lot about spirituality side and giving side. It's not only part of our religion, but also it was from the mentors you spend time. He kept on asking, there has to be something bigger than you. What are you pushed towards? It's just more than just a nice helicopter or a chopper or like a big house. And that put me into a very different state. And end up writing a lot of my mission statement about my life because a lot of people we write our business mission statement but we never write about our life so i will never forget that day on my birthday uh, i was with tony robbins uh, in australia date with destiny which is one of his big event yeah. and it started on 2018 may 20th i remember because 23rd may was the third day and that's when we start breaking down on the third day about our mission life and that was my birthday and I remember he asked, when I say life is, with volunteers, like, when I say life is, what the first good response you get? Everybody's <laughs> screaming the lungs out their own thing. I'm alive. It's awesome. Life is this. But the thing which hit me is a life. It's a gift. That was the thing which I circled at the end. That was the most important belief because somebody loved us. That's why we are here. We didn't have mm-hmm. to earn it. It was given to us. And it's like right. a present. And right. what we do out of it, it's up to us. Right? And later he asked, what is your purpose of existence? What are you going to be known for? What do you want to leave behind? Is it just the money that you made a lot of money and built a big empire or you did something else? So for me at that time, my heart and soul was saying about giving because he's very good at putting you in that meditative state and switch your state right away. Yes. And for me, I said, giving should be a lifestyle. So I wrote, giving is a lifestyle. What that meant to me was, Usually during, let's say, Christmas, we all become suddenly, hey, we need to help the food drives. We have to help the shelters. We start sending money. So which is a good thing. That giving aspect comes in during Christmas time or during Diwali, Eid, Visakhi, whatever our uh, religious events are, we do that. And we we do it during Ramadan a lot in Pakistan. So I said, why can't we create something 
where it can be all year round rather than just for religion check mark or right. for the tax write offs why can't we make it a lifestyle so that day i combined those two things together about what is life and what is your mission so i wrote it life it's a gift and giving is our lifestyle so that one line changed the whole thing and then it launched a whole movement in pakistan to change people inspire them more i've heard a lot of motivational speakers some are okay some are great some are not doing the justice because maybe we are comparing them with somebody like tony robbins standards so you know <laughs> you need to compare with the best so for me that big goal uh in pakistan and internationally all around the world now is compelling enough for me which drives me for that it's not only you have to be good you have to financially sustainable and also have to make more money you have to create more time if you can't do that the whole vision you have will collapse so that pulls me not i don't have to push for that that pulls me towards it and when you get pulled towards something it uses less energy you just go like this you get drawn towards it so exactly that's what exactly. for me gets me going now exactly so you know it's a base that you have that fuel you have that burning desire you have that fuel that just keeps you going because you know you see the vision you've already you know forecasted what your vision looks like so so you are you you have created a movement this movement has really like taken off i uh, and unstoppable i i love how you came up how did you come up with the with the name unstoppable so, did you feel that you that's what you are doing that's what you were how did the name come about so it comes sometimes we learn from young kids too and when the kids are screaming different things you can learn so it happened in one of the parks and it, i was going and listening to different affirmations trying to coach so this young girl goes like what else are you what else are you like helping right and then she goes i am unstoppable and <laughs> that's when the whole thing changes right so that was one of the ideas but for me a lot of thing is something which resonates to you because even with tony's event many times when i'm out there um spent 16 events with him so definitely he has a lot of influence on us so certain words which stick out so he talks a lot a lot about gladiator that's one of his business thing or um something else so for me what is that force because the reason i use i am unstoppable is when i go back what does it mean to me when i'm especially in pakistan i say it's two things for me first it's a belief Mm -hmm. that you know the problems that came in my life in the past they will come again the challenges or problems whatever we want to name right But i have a faith in myself abilities my network my friends my business colleague families everybody that i will find a way no matter what kind of force it will come and it has and i will find that way and that's what the interest unstoppable means to me second thing when i say i am unstoppable what that means it's a movement for me for that country to make the youth because right. we have in pakistan under the age of 35 60 60% plus youth actually 65% youth are under the age of 35 so huge talent pool but who they need a lot of guidance direction empowerment and mainly i say a lot of access to markets because they have not been able to access international markets so if we can do all those things for them we can truly make them unstoppable it does it has to be one person can start there's a lot of other friends join and now i'm part of many different uh different groups we can say who all are working in their capacity to help you some are like professional trainers some are like amazon trainers some are social media trainers different thing as long as we are doing our part inspire one soul at least i think there's nothing more fulfilling than that exactly and you know making it making a change just making a difference just one one person at a time it, it is huge 
but someone needs to take that needs to take that leap and someone needs to do that so i really appreciate fahad for you know you are doing that you know and empowering the youth in pakistan to really take the next step to be leaders to be a leader in themselves first before becoming a leader so are people born leaders what is your definition are people born are you born a leader or you how do leaders so. how how were they formed no i think you have anything you can have talent talent is never enough there's a huge debate every time we get into other leaders born or created i'm more more on the creator side because right. you could born you could be born in a family where you know everybody's enthusiastic and all that but you still have to if you really become a truly unstoppable leader you still have to create yourself a new identity you have to go polish your skills you have to keep on enhancing the skills then people say what if somebody is like totally cannot even communicate how what about them i can prove them one more thing uh by the way i was very privileged to do tedx in pakistan so there was uh, the reason i said yes to them was at that time i was flying back but i look at the who else is going to be on the stage it's a little bit different the way they do tedx there is like six seven speakers right. they will do they will record back and forth so i saw one speaker his name is abdul razak he's a legend cricketer in pakistan and he used to be my favorite one of my favorite cricketer never a superstar but he was a very good heart this guy will play his heart out and came from very low level family in kumbhai yeah. but he became a mega star so he was on the stage then it was uh, mushtaq ahmed he's another legend cricketer i'm like oh i get to be with those two amazing cricketers that's amazing like, damn that's going to be nice right <laughs> and third there was another gentleman i did that i've seen his name before i didn't knew him much about his story his name is imran riaz khan so not a cricketer the other he was an anchor so when i was on the stage when people say what if he cannot speak can you still be a good speaker so this individual imran riaz khan he was actually he had a speech he couldn't speak i think he used to stutter that's what he said mm-hmm. and right now in pakistan he's the number one anchor news oh, anchor wow, one amazing. of the best wow. yes as an individual like not as a news channel as an individual for being a pakistani anchor he has now at 3.5 million subscribers on youtube and one of the most heard despite all the things are happening back home politically there's a whole currency and everything's devaluation but he talks a lot about economy and politics but him becoming from who cannot speak on a mic or even communicate becomes truly a leader uh, as a good speaker who's inspiring and helping a lot of people to get their clarity i think you always have to have to keep on enhancing your skills no matter how we are born exactly and people go through really difficult times hard times and that is absolutely amazing that he's now number 1 i could not speak but people you know you just fight on people you know face disabilities but they they prove themselves they prove people wrong because they have that ammunition that fuel that just keeps them going so fired i want to talk about i've seen i've seen your posts you i uh, you know you've also i uh, you have connections with uh you know millionaires that you know people that i just mentioned mentors um i want to talk about the law of attraction Mm-hmm. because how did the law of attraction how did you manage to find these mentors and how does the law of attraction so basically the law of attraction uh, and abundance law of attraction abundance and mindset right is is very important that we get to hone in to our abundance mindset and when i talk about the law of attraction it comes it comes down to you know being grateful having the gratitude of people that you get to you get to know so 
how what how do you manifest the people that you come across these um these people do you manifest yes oh, it, it just comes so i'll explain you what we do again programming comes from our mentors our surrounding who we choose to be around so why i got into all this personal development i'll give you a little bit of background then i'll come to this part sure uh in 2017 18 we were doing pretty well financially as a company and then we wanted to look into diversification how what else we can do at that time we look into what business are we really in we are we had a marketing agency but the real business we were in was training and development because we will hire a lot of salespeople, we'll train them, we'll send them out to sell for our clients. So basically, we're a recruitment and training company. And I was passionate about training. So we said, how can we go into more of this training business? At that time, we partnered with Brian Tracy for his trainings. We wanted to do with Tony, but the problem with Tony Robbins' organization is they don't they don't contract you out. You are still an employee of his umbrella, right. but you cannot run it as a business. So he has different structure. So, right. but. I, for me, learning for me, the most has been always there. So when I'm in that atmosphere, he always taught us how to program ourselves. So for me, which I teach this very similar in back home, wherever I go, but I always keep reference to back home, is connecting your heart and your soul. A lot of people, we are, we are in a country back home where it's a lot of religion comes in. People always connect everything to religion. And not, even if you talk about spirit, 95% of people does not under that your heart, your soul, spiritual, it's always like connecting to God, connecting to God, which is right. nothing wrong, that's fine. It's just, how can you be thinking, like connecting to yourself first? So that's where I do the meditation. So for me, when I wake up in the morning, it can happen usually even in my sleep when I'm waking up on the bed. I don't have to sit in my yoga pose or whatever, the meditation. <laughs> I can just go back, connect myself, take a deep breath, and first thing in the morning usually, or, or if I can't do that, I'm usually in the gym. And during in a swana, which is really hot, or, or studio, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just like, one moment in life I could be grateful for when we talk about gratitude, right? So there's so many beautiful moments we have in our life, small, big, infinite, but we don't know how to go back and think about it. And I think about one or two, I imagine it, feel good about it, say thank you to that moment. And then I connect myself uh, when I'm just like taking a deep breath and just feeling relaxed. I always look for one or two outcomes which I want to accomplish. Not begging for it. I hope I make it. I hope I get this new guy. I hope uh, with more certainty, feel that energy. Of what impact can I make? Let's say when I met Alka, when I'm going to meet Alka and she's going to maybe share the story of her and ours to somebody. Maybe there's that one soul who can connect it, connect it, and then that can lead to another, to another. That yeah. just feels good. Like today, that was one of the things because I look at the calendar at night. What are my important things in the morning? And it was part of the thing in the morning. Like I'm like, you know what? There might be that one beautiful soul out there who might be looking for help. Through my knowledge or hers, may the God, whatever we believe, help this message to reach so they can probably find more inspiration. That thing helps me more for a law of attraction, you can say, just putting ourselves out there, manifesting what we want to accomplish rather than begging for it and seeing it happen and celebrating that inside us. I think that makes a huge difference for me. And just like I said, I, there was one more podcast in Pakistan. I feel proud now with that. It was a pretty good guy who did a podcast yeah. Um, he's a, one of the now he's a top one of the top podcaster so right after my podcast I think two months after he did the uh, podcast with ex-prime minister of Pakistan the most popular guy oh wow amazing so yeah. I, I always tell all my friends the joke I'm like hey you know what <laughs> after he did this he called me he's like should I do uh, <laughs> I'm like yeah sure go ahead <laughs> <laughs> but 
even through that podcast, we met so many amazing people that asked for call messages. Like when you share your knowledge out there, we don't right. know who's listening. That yeah. one person. Mm-hmm. All you need is that one person you can inspire or you can be part of your business or your collaboration, some kind of, which can change the whole thing. We don't know where that's going to happen. Until Absolutely. you change the first step. Put your stuff out there. Exactly. And I, I agree with that. You need to put yourself out there. The more the hard work that you put in, just putting yourself out there, being always being consistent with your messaging, with empowering, with impacting people and let God do his work because almighty God, the term, whatever you wish to use, but let the high intelligence do his work because he's always doing magic. And Farhad, there's been a point like in my life, I've gone through adversities and challenges in my own personal life, in my life. And I could have easily given up. I could have easily given up and said, well, you know, God is not on my side, God. But there are times when people, when we're on a low ebb, when things are not going our way in business or in life, we tend to say those things, those affirmations, you know, I can't do it. I'm going to give up. And what happens? Well, then you will give up. Then God is not going to be on your side. So for me, I could have easily given up, but I chose not to because I know just like you knew that you had something bigger to do out there. There was a bigger message than you to put yourself out there in the world. So brings back to my point. I want to talk about with all the opportunities that is coming your way with all the opportunities and experiences that you have had or are having now in your life. Are there any challenges that perhaps you sometimes, you know, you might feel that is a challenge and you may not be able to meet those challenges? Have you ever faced those times? Always. It's happening every single day. <laughs> That's part of business when you're running like six seven different businesses where right. you are the main decision maker and some businesses where you are the major investor and right. let's say I'm, I'm part of right now nine different businesses where i have to be daily operational in four different time zones three in canada wow. one in pakistan there's a very good chance somebody's screwing up somewhere right <laughs> so uh, challenges are always <laughs> part of it different times is how we manage the business mm-hmm. so challenge i'll just share one like let's say start of this year we were pretty anticipating that challenge one of our major revenue one of was going to be cut because there were some challenges which were happening after covid and there will be some impacts which are going to come to our business i'm sitting in a meeting where i know i'm going to lose one of my biggest biggest revenue generating opportunity and we did we knew that but rather than blaming the god everything the whole thing we right. knew we have to be proactive so if something got gone missing we i think it was i say Luck does play a role, but you need to put yourself out there to get lucky too. Luck will not just always shine on you because the harder we work, the smarter we work, the more luckier we get. That's what I've noticed. So yes, there was a challenge. We lost our biggest revenue. A lot of the hard part was not the revenue. We had a lot of people that we had to let them go who were working on that project. But same day before the final verdict going to come, we had another opportunity lined up, which we believe might not be the similar opportunity today financially, but when I look at it in the next six months to a year to two years, I think that's going to be more scalability than what we have done in the last 13 years. 
Exactly. And those opportunities would not have come if you had not perhaps seen those challenges, but because you saw those challenge and you, and sometimes we just need to pivot. We need to pivot and to find a solution for more opportunities to come our way. And so Farhad, I want to ask about when you are empowering, when you are empowering the young leaders, the youth of today in Pakistan, that's got to be an amazing feeling because it's got to be a sense of satisfaction and gratification, you know, gratifying for you to see the youth of, you know, how they've been molded and shaped into being leaders of today. And I absolutely love that. I love empowerment. I love empowering women to really uh, be the best versions of of themselves. And it's very important how we shape and mold. So when you are in Pakistan and you are empowering the youth, what does that, what is that sense? What does it feel like internally to see the youth really becoming empowered and really becoming the best versions of themselves? It's Can you share with us? about being the best. It's like, even if they take that, a lot of people are reluctant taking that first step. I'll share a story how it all began. When I was doing all this with Tony Robbins and renewed my mission life statement, I happened to be in Pakistan. Yeah. Did my first event, social media. One of my Instagram got banned. Now I'm using my other one. That was a big Instagram, which I lost. But I remember there was a one message which came from a very young individual. Um, this girl, in a nutshell, I'll share the story so you understand. Right. She was from middle class. Uh, she got, she was 17. No, she was 16 or 17, got married. Uh, into a very uh, village mm-hmm. where people are not very educated and there is uh, abuse like emotional abuse and they will not let you be having your own identity or anything they are more suppressed in the village it's just yeah. how the education is lacking there's nothing as empowerment for women or men mm-hmm. so she sent me a message on instagram that about it that i got married i don't feel this and i've decided that i'm gonna give up on my life that's the message and this is first time somebody with that severity sent a message. And I'm thinking, I'm somewhere in my head, heart, some Tony words are ringing, you know, life will throw you at the opportunity. You will be helping somebody. You will not know. You will be just like, okay, I need to do something. Take that step. And leap of faith. So many things were happening in my emotions. I'm like, I need to help this girl. I send them the message back. And we talked. Uh, I tried to help her on the phone. And I said, look, we went over a few of the processes, what she can do. After a few things back and forth all i received the last message was you know what thank you brother for helping i feel like this 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 you will not hear from me most likely but i can promise you to share you one thing is i will not be giving up on my life and thank you and wow. she had some of the prayers in the wow. religious way and this 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 and small prayers she had and after that never heard but wherever she is whoever she is i don't even know her real identity but i know that she got helped somehow that's mm. And again, in Islam, it says if you save, what you help, if you save a life of one person, you have saved the humanity. So I think mm-hmm. that one person I helped initially very early, that just put me that spark. That you know what? What if there's another one out there? What if there's mm-hmm. another one? You help one, then it's become addicting. You can help one more person, another, that's right. and then it just becomes part bigger mission and vision. So that's, I don't know. It was the thrill, but it was that satisfaction. That mm-hmm. the God or the universe chose you to go and help make that impact. Right. So what if we all go out and make impact on one person's life? What kind of world we will be living in? 
rather than just thinking about me, myself, selfish, the world we live in, where we can help one person. So when we now do the masses, of course, there's that thrill, that people, that excitement. But whenever I go into any event, doesn't matter if it's 10 people or it's 1,700 people, that's the biggest one which we did. Um, I have one small prayer before I go up to the stage, before I get into the mode, usually I have my quick meditation. I'm thinking, visioning what I'm going to be doing. And I always say, you know, thank you, Allah, for giving me this opportunity to go to be on this stage. I know somewhere out there, there's that one beautiful soul who's sitting mm. out there, who's going to listen to the message today, later, or whenever. Give me enough power, give me enough strength to make that impact. And then you're like, boom, ready. And then you go. You make your move and you jump to the stage and that's it. And then sometimes you feel stuck. You could be nervous. You could be something you think it's not going on. Mic is not working. Some sound is off. It always happens. There's always something. <laughs> but always. Because I'm, I'm more towards the side where I test a lot of my sounds and lights and everything. But somehow that prayer always have helped me, guided me. It's also the prayers of family, you know, mom or, you know, my grandmother. We always say it just get us to where we need to be. So put yourself out there. Maybe have that ritual, you know, have something that have something part of your life, which is going to make an impact. Uh, that's why I say giving is a lifestyle. I have created more opportunities by speaking, empowering people. That's actually, that's true. I've met some amazing people, some of the top yeah. businessmen. I wouldn't have met you, Alka, if I wasn't probably helping somebody out there. So you meet more people, you meet more people from this than another, and it just becomes a world where you all together can make a better place. So, yeah. Exactly. You know what? And there's nothing better than making the world a better place. There's nothing better than, you know, right? and I absolutely agree that you, rather not being selfish, is not me, myself, and I, but me, Farhad and other people that make this world, that make and that empowering so many people, thousands and millions of people around the globe. In my vision too, I see myself empowering women around the globe to be the best versions of themselves through, you know, real estate investing, through just be having that knowledge and understanding what it truly means for you to not depend on a male figure right but you need to be independent and having the independence is everything but it's unfortunate like you said you know most people girls women do not have the opportunity so how when you leave your message behind and you are focused on you know in making an impact making a dent on this planet which you are just doing absolutely phenomenal what is the next steps? What's the next chapter for Farhad? There's lots of chapters. We are just at the first or <laughs> second page okay. right now. Chapters <laughs> gonna keep on coming. So when you talk about woman, woman empowerment, you know, hats off to you what you're doing because especially like when I work in Pakistan, a lot of universities I've been to there are women universities. There's mm -hmm. some are co-education, some are men universities, but mostly where we have done the mag the biggest events we have done is usually at the women universities. And I have to be very careful what I say because we are in a society where, you know, people can take the word and twist it and take it to the next level. I said, this is my life. Yes, They're like, that's okay, right. they, they go home. <laughs> Imagine they go to the, because we are very family oriented culture, Pakistan, mm -hmm. India, Bangladesh. Mm -hmm. And last thing is somebody goes to mom and dad, like, yeah, this is my life. <laughs> I'm going to find my way to victory. They're like, who the hell actually brainwashed this guy? This exactly. You got to be careful. <laughs> I have to be very careful. And 
I bumped into some incident. Last thing I need to know is somebody's brother is running after me with a gun. He's like, what did you do in that three-hour workshop that they are like this? People can use, look, the knowledge can be used for positive and negative. That's it's right. Just That's how right. We, which direction we want to take it. So, yeah, so you have to be out there just to get, get the right meaning into it, like what you want to take. So for me, the next big thing would be is collaborate with some great individuals. And we are getting very close to some of the biggest influencers in Pakistan, not only there, but I met some international, very famous um, speakers. Um, one of the Bollywood actor, I would say I've met who's speaking and he's very good at, uh, he's a very well-established, not only Bollywood actor, but very good speaker. I didn't know when I met him, I'm like, wow. wow. So working with him somewhere, maybe in Dubai or somewhere else, you know, that would be something, an honor. And he have already invited, he says, Fahad, whenever you're ready, let me know. It's just, I have to get that plan ready and get him there. <laughs> And he will say, hey, as long as I'm not shooting movies, he has done 230 plus, I think 230 movies slash dramas. Wow. In languages in India. So pretty, pretty well established. So that could be something big. And again, just go out and make the impact bigger. Make an army, army of people. Uh, find some top entrepreneurs. Change their mindset a little bit. Not You can make all the money, but maybe find a way so they can share their wealth. Mm-hmm. More people have that access to. And get more and more people who can go and inspire more, just become that chain. Because through this, I, like I said, I keep on saying, we talk, our marketing is my main business, personal branding, we talk about, say, you know what, Put, speak that. When you go out and speak, whatever trade you have, you could be good at one thing, you're going to start attracting an, an, another amazing, beautiful people. And that co-elevating each other is the key. I keep on using now the word co-elevating. I learned this from... One of my friends, he is part of Tony's group. He's one of the main, one of the speakers with Tony Robbins' organization. And he made it a post. He said, I love his name. I'll use his name, Dragon. He goes, oh, I'm like doing it and co-elevating. I send him a message. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to use this word a lot because I like this. I, I've used collaboration a lot, but mm-hmm. co-elevation. Co-elevation, I love that. I'm not used oh. that a lot, but I send him a message. I'm like, brother, I'm going to be starting using it. So thank you for that. Like, go ahead, bro. Just go make, a, make an impact. So yeah. <laughs> It's all about co-elevating each other. So you are here. I never know where this kind of message go. I could be elevated through that. Or when I share this message, we don't know where you will be elevated. So the as long as our intentions are good, the divine one will find a way for us to absolutely. To do it we, well, absolutely, definitely. Well, I am being co-elevated. Everything that you are sharing, Farhad, absolutely phenomenal. Um, do you see yourself traveling more? Because I know from the post that I'm seeing you 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 are traveling so where do you, do you see that in in your horizon traveling more or just being settled nah travel travel <laughs> yeah, nah, travel. <laughs> travel. Hey, uh, to give you an idea 2018 and 19 yeah it's a little braggy but with Tony Robbins and others I had 84 and 92 flights in 2018 wow. so it was pretty a lot of travel and learned, met a lot of amazing people, top successful people. The Platinum mm-hmm. Partner, when I say with Tony Robbins, it's a group of 200 people, usually who are active. And and I believe when I did some research talking to people, I'm probably the bottom 10% network. A lot of them are big giants financially. But mm-hmm. when you become friends with them, being mm-hmm. in that circle, it pushes you to play a bigger game. Uh, when, when I say game, is bigger game in business. You know, you play with the big boys, you learn more. And many of those guys are literally, some of them have a billionaire statuses and learn something from them is huge. So I will never give up the traveling. I love traveling. I do spend a lot of time back home in Pakistan, but settling for me, I don't know. I like to keep on moving, you know, 
people say, Fahad, when, when I started this, you won't have that much energy in two years. I'm like, screw that. I will probably have more energy than two years ago. I'll keep you beat them wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's not about people. That's how I started business. My first two years was about proving people wrong. Now I just don't care about it. That was my fuel at that time. I've shared that story many times. You know, when I started my first business, everybody said, Fahad, you're going to do door to door for this company. And it's for losers. This, this, this. My first three months, six months was all about proving all those extended family, family, mm -hmm. friends wrong. But mm -hmm. now I'm not in a state of life where I've learned. I'm like, it's not about proving. It's about what doing is right for, for the vision I have. Some people will agree. Some people won't. But everybody is, has the right to have their own opinion. They, they sure do and uh you know they can keep their opinions to themselves but you know we just keep on moving and you are just uh, keep moving hence your the name unstoppable because if you are not moving you are not going to be unstoppable and hence you will not perhaps achieve where you want to be right now so before i go to the final question i just want to talk about you know, and I love when you talk about, you know, the destiny. Destiny plays a big part in all our lives. Destiny is the one one thing that, you know, karma and destiny, and I always like to, and I believe that karma and destiny go hand in hand. So in your, in your realm, with everything that you have achieved, amassed so far, and you are achieving, how, how important is destiny? that plays an integral part to our overall success in life? So everybody has their own perspective about destiny. What I'll say is from a religious point of view, which I do believe into it, yes. uh, from the, in the Islamic and in the religion Islam, we always say there's two type of plannings. One planning is in our hand and the other planning is in the almighty hand. So what we can do is our part, uh, work hard, work smart, put ourselves out there, if it's destiny, if it's meant to happen, it will happen. If it's not right for me, it's not. And I have this strong belief. I, I keep on saying this to myself. A lot of people say, why do you think you're going to make an impact in Pakistan? Others, I said, I've said this to somebody. I said, I believe that Allah has chosen me to make an impact on some souls. Maybe that's why I'm here. I don't know. Whatever your belief is, it's yours. It's like, why not me? I'm like, well, maybe you are. Maybe you haven't identified it yet. So right. destiny, it's we got to create it too, but we have to. It's not... It's an example, okay, I just buy a lottery ticket and I hope I'm gonna win, no. Even, you have to go out and do some work. And for me, I'm gonna continue doing that. There will be roadblocks, there will be challenges. Every single major event I've done back home in Pakistan or even in Canada, there were roadblocks. Even, give you an idea, in Canada, I did an event in Rec Room, which is owned by Cineplex Odeon, a multi-billion dollar company. We, they, they do concerts there, they're set up. Imagine, yeah. At 11 o'clock, they had a church, um, a Sunday church there. Everything sound worked. One o'clock was our event. Everything was working two minutes before the event. All the multimedia system goes out. Oh and never God. happened in two and a half oh. years. Wow. And we still managed to pull out the event without without our sound and backstage and half the light. So problems will be there. Then I could have sit and cried. And we tried to fix it. We told everybody, you know, we try to fix it. We'll say, I just went on the stage without the mic. I'll, I'll just scream out. There were 50 to 70 people. It was an auditorium. I'm like, we'll figure out. Then eventually the sound started working, but <laughs> show must go on. Absolutely. Show must go on. Definitely. It goes on every single day. So just be creative. Find solutions Absolutely. to the problem. So I'm so glad the show went on fantastic. So I'm coming to my final question. And I always ask this question to my guests. And so 
it's, it's a game that I like to ask and it's the three truths, right? The three lessons. So if everything that you have accomplished today on earth, everything that you are accomplishing, you have accomplished, what would be, and if this were to be your last day on earth, what would be the lessons that people can take away? So what would be the three lessons you would like people to take away if this was your last day on earth? If it's the last, you know, one thing I was saying, I've thought about this one, something closer to this. If you, if I reflect back on life tomorrow, I know I'm dying. I'll say one thing for sure. Damn, I lived a good life. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't bad, right? You know, Not I bad, right? Yeah. lost money, made some people happy. Some people were pissed off. But overall, I think for being 37 right now, I would say that. But one thing, the lessons they can take away is, um, I also, I, I would say, I, I, luck you want to say, or destiny or karma, I think I strongly do believe I'm pretty good because it's a lot of parents' prayers behind you, which is protecting as a shield. My mom have said that to me, so like, okay, you know, the way you work, you, you're pretty lucky, like there's a lot of prayers behind it. And I do believe that that, that is out mm -hmm. there, which protects me and gets opening more opportunities. But other lesson would be is, invest into yourself, like have that prayers from your parents. The second would be uh, invest into yourself, which is not only a traditional university, unless you want to become a doctor or a PhD and all those, but invest into those ed that education, which will help you to grow and change your mindset. And the last thing would be is make your life a giving as a lifestyle for your life. You have to aspect. One of the examples I share is you know, in, there was a wise one, the story I shared, there was a wise man into a village and people went to him and they were, we say panchahe, they were just like uh, people sitting in a circle, all, all the wise ones are sitting everybody on the, on the floor and they say, one, ask, one guy asked the wise guy, what is your perspective about money? What is money? You know what he does? He thinks, he was very old, calm, he smiles, he put his hand inside a pocket and take out this thing. It looks like a um, like a search tool which we use uh, on our search bars, magnifying uh -huh. glass. Uh -huh. He said, that's what the money is. It's a magnifying glass. Everybody said, what do you mean? He says, if you were a jerk with little money, you will be a bigger jerk if you have a lot more. So <laughs> if you're like, it's my money, my money when you're little, I'm not going to give it away. If I give up, yeah. if I have a dollar, I'm not going to give 10 cents away. Uh, chances are when you have a million, you're not going to give 100000 or even $1,000 away too. So give more when you have little. So money is nothing more than just a magnifying glass. It just magnifies who we really are. So start giving a little bit. doesn't matter how much we have. If you have little, if you're a giver, we will be a giver. If we were a jerk with little, we'll be just a bigger jerk with more. Just if we were a giver with little, when we have a lot more, we'll be a bigger giver. So I think that's going to be the biggest lesson. Um, again, in every religion, I have friends from all the religions. They all teach very similar thing. Giving, there's not a single religion that says don't give money out or don't help others. I don't know. If there's one, let me know. But every single time I've met, it is part of it. If somebody's spiritual or mm -hmm. somebody's religious, they can go back to that and that will help them more than anything else. For us, it says in our religion, you give one, one, you give one, the God, the Allah will give you 70 times more. So maybe that's what's happening. Yeah, so wait, money needs to circulate. Money needs money to Money or just even the good right? things. I think it's more of the blessings is more than just the money. I've just stopped worrying about money most of the time. Now I'm like, hey, you know what? It comes and goes. I've made a lot. Of, I've lost a lot. Uh, but know. again, if today financially I'm not good, I'm still going to be fine. I'll find, I'll always be able to find a way to make Exactly. Enough.
you can always find a way. You can always Always. find a way. And if you've lost money and you have the intelligence, you have the knowledge, you can always make it back. We can invest with you and learn how to make more money in real estate. Exactly. There you go. Let's do it. (laughs) There you go. Well, we'll have a talk about that. We're looking for real estate in Ontario soon. There you go. That's right. Uh, so Farhad, I really had this it's a very enlightening conversations. I really have appreciated your time. Thank you so much. So friends, this has been a very enlightening conversation with Farhad Khan, a CEO founder of Prime Canada Prime Marketing. And so stay tuned for more conversations with amazing entrepreneurs on the show. So subscribe to the channel and be inspired by amazing entrepreneurs, Farhad Khan, who have had amazing conversations with uh, tonight. And stay tuned for more conversations to come. Farhad, really appreciate your time. But without, before we let you go, where can people find you? How can people connect with you? First, Alka, she's amazing. She's truly unstoppable. So make sure you subscribe. People listening to her. And definitely I'll share this too. Not just because I'm on it, but I think you're you're pretty amazing too with a lot of knowledge. You want to find me, just Google motivational speaker and put Pakistan will come as number one link. We have a good link on SEO, but they can search me Fahad Khan live on Instagram and Fahad, uh, Fahad, uh, Fahad K99 on Facebook. I keep on thinking which one it is. So I wish we could find all the same names, but Fahad is a very common name and Khan is the most common last name in Pakistan right. and India. So, <laughs> so yeah, just Google, you will find me Fahad Khan. So thank exactly. you so much. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. And how can we support you? Uh, well, Share the message. If you like some something, share the message. Well, the way I can support is if you go ever to my, send send a message on any of social media free course. We have actually the whole portal with all, some of them are only in our language, but there's some English based too. I'll just give a free access to people to the most premium content we have. And they come and say Alka, uh, Alka podcast. So that's where they can get some, some support from my side. But for me, just, you know, if you like something, share the message or just go out and make an impact in your community, your people. Uh, whatever wherever there is wonderful thank you and friends so you've heard from Fahad Khan reach out to him he is phenomenal he is unstoppable uh what he's doing is absolutely amazing he's making a huge impact so follow Fahad Khan so thank you for joining thank you for tuning in this evening and stay tuned for more podcasts with amazing entrepreneurs who are making an impact in their own right bye for now